Where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, are not related in a festive way. And this is the podcast before Christmas, and all through your ears, you're yearning for new things to share with your peers. When out in the world there arises a clatter of two podcast hosts, who sense what's the matter? Then what to your wandering eyes does appear? A new podcast episode, fueled by patrons so dear. On Michael, on Michael, on Michael, on Mike. Now Alex and an upcoming membership spike. One host is Chubby, a right jolly old elf. And one is Cottagecore, in spite of herself. (laughs) That's good. Not only will they talk of, but they'll also drink spirits. And you'll be the first on Fridays to hear it. I love it. Wow. Not only am I not disgusted, I'm actually really impressed. (laughs) And for a moment... I teach I poetry. <laughs> for a moment, I wasn't listening properly, and I thought you called one of our patrons chubby. And I was like, whoa! Yeah, I actually did say... It said one is, and I was like, oh, no, I should clarify a host. <laughs> That's good. Are you drinking booze? I'm drinking iced tea, thank you very much. Oh, I'm drinking Malta. I told you what Malta is, right? I think so. Like a really... Smoky, earthy beverage that only Hispanic people like. That I think has like that used to have like point oh one alcohol, so you weren't allowed to bring it to school, even though you were allowed to drink it. But anyway, um, <laughs> maybe point oh one is too much. Like such a minuscule amount that a child could drink it, but it would be seen bad to bring to school. Anyway, uh, how are you? I'm okay. I am uh, I'm having like a stressful week because I'm in work, even though there's not really a ton of work to be done. Uh-huh. And I realize a lot of people probably go through this all the time. But I'm in work thinking of all the stuff I have to do outside of work. And yeah. it's really just like making cookies and making sure that in case I happen to die somewhere between here in New Jersey and back, that yeah. my apartment doesn't look like a total disgrace. <laughs> Why would that matter? Because uh, my mom will be ashamed. Oh. oh, my parents would be ashamed if something happens to me all the way back to Philly. I will tell you that. <laughs> so I was just wrapping presents and baking cookies and being old. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> uh, I'm You're in a town of cows at this point, right? I am. I am in Cowtown. Uh, I left yesterday right after work at 1130. I think I told you... I went to Boston after work, then came back from Boston late at night, a day and a half later, then got up early, worked for four hours, then went to the Poconos because I decided I wanted to be in a frenzy at the start of this season. But I'm, I'm oddly okay. Um, this is not Christmasy at all, but I was thinking how I haven't updated a document to give to Pete of what happens if I die unexpectedly? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking I should do that again soon because there's a new list of people, of additional people that are never allowed to talk at my funeral. And, um, yeah, and new list of people that are allowed to talk at my funeral. Okay. And, yeah, it just, I, I feel like though Pete would just intrinsically know who's not allowed to talk at my funeral. 
<laughs> I just assumed nobody would come to mind. <laughs> First of all, they wouldn't because everybody loved you. Uh, but the funny thing is, I feel like Pete knows who would not be allowed to talk about my funeral. I'm already Pete's thinking like, of like maybe people who aren't on the list that I'm still not going to let talk. <laughs> well, yeah, and the funny thing is, I bet the people who aren't allowed don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, until the pre- they hit until they hit the velvet rope. That I will not pull back for them. <laughs> Guys, I know I've said this story before, but it always makes me laugh. I never will forget the time in a car when I told my parents that I was telling Pete gets control of what happened if I died unexpectedly. Not then. <laughs> they were not happy. Um, also, this is not a icebreaker. This is more like a question. Do you have a Christmas wish this year, Pete? Not a resolution. A Christmas wish. Do people do Christmas resolutions? No, I meant not a New Year's resolution. No. Uh, uh, so a wish for something to happen at Christmas. Yeah. I feel like I know a lot of people right now. I wouldn't even necessarily include myself. Because much like you, Marissa... A lot of the stress I'm feeling right now is self-inflicted. I could have done some of these things earlier, but I didn't. Um, But I know a lot of people who seem real stressed out. And my Christmas wish would be that those people get... Coal in their stocking? No, not coal in their stocking. But would get (laughs) a moment of peace. Even if it's just like a couple hours of just, ah, you know. Kick your feet up, drink some cocoa. Yeah. I like it. That's nice, Pete. Thanks. Uh, my I'll throw myself in there, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll be happy to kick my feet up and drink some cocoa. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, a moment of peace would be nice. I had a rough last two weeks. Uh, this week is okay, though, so my Christmas wish is just that I could eat a whole bunch of the new summer sausage I received. Did I tell everyone I received the sausage I wanted forever? No, no. Guys, finally... I think I told you before, every year I ask for, like, a Hickory Farms meat and cheese assortment or a cheese log. Only Pete bought it till now. Finally, my a boyfriend of mine, my current boyfriend, bought me a meat and cheese assortment. So I brought the summer sausage to my parents' house. I left the cheese at home. I don't want to eat it all at once. But I just want to eat a whole bunch of that summer sausage, which unfortunately has its nutrition information printed on the sausage itself. No. I want my precious wish is that I could eat almost all of the sausage, but none of the calories count. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my Christmas wish. Speaking of shallow, <laughs> <laughs> I hope this is about Lady Gaga and that guy in that movie where they sang shallow. No, I was thinking of shallow like a cookie sheet, Marissa. <laughs> Uh-huh. Do you have a favorite Christmas cookie? Or if you don't, then what's like a, a must-have component of your favorite uh, like Christmas dessert slash treat? Can I say a cheese log? You can. You can. And you no. you did. <laughs> Let me push myself. Oh, I know, I know. I like, though I haven't been able to eat it in a while because it's not gluten-free, I really like fruitcake. Yes, you do. Like, I really, really like fruitcake, actively. Um, but yeah, I do prefer a savory these days. Give me a cheese log. 
a cheese wheel, a meat and cheese platter, or charcuterie, anything, I would prefer that. Anyway, I, how about- I made a mistake and thought that I was using unbleached flour, but I was actually using wheat flour. Oh. For pretty much all of my cookies this oh, year. Oh, no, they must taste, taste earthy. <laughs> no, they taste okay. It's just you end up farting a lot. Oof. I mean, if you if you said pooping, ooh, I'd want some of those. But it keeps you from eating too many. If you oh, think if you think about it, and you're like, if I eat too many of these, I'm gonna be farting up a storm. <laughs> ooh, but then wouldn't that? No, ooh, I was gonna say not crass, but just gross. And I'm just isn't adding nuts. I like my mom's snickerdoodle. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody likes my mom's snickerdoodles, but I like them too. Um, Because I just eat them and eat them and eat them and then get sick. (laughs) Ooh. Snickerdoodles sound yummy. Oh, I remember when I, before I was gluten free, you know those like, people get like assortments of Italian cookies and this like thick butter cookie with like jam in the middle but mm-hmm. also like the the half is dipped in chocolate and like has wow. sprinkles on it. It's a busy cookie. It's so That's like good. a teenager of a cookie. It's... It just doesn't know who it is. It's trying to figure yeah. itself out. But I don't mind it. Yeah. Um, also, Those I Those want... may have been your best years, Marissa. Yeah, they were. I was no like... offense to your current one. <laughs> I was like six and I still remember that cookie platter. <laughs> Um, I just want to go back and change my Christmas wish to, I hope that after I eat everything I eat on Christmas, I poop. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I also giggled like a child as I said that, but guys, I might have IBS. I don't even know if I told Pete that. I might yes. have to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> oh, I told you that. <laughs> so you know what, Your guys? New Year's resolution. <laughs> so let's all hope for healthy tummies. Speaking uh, of healthy, it's oh, always okay. healthy and nice when we hear from our pal Alex. Okay, thank you. And I was what like, would a Christmas show be without him? I know. So. Without further ado. We've got great fans and sometimes they call to remind us. Hi, this is Alex. I'm calling to update you on the status of my Christmas bruises. I had recently called in describing how uh, in our newlywed days, my wife and I would go to Five Below, buy presents for ourselves, and then act like we'd never seen them before uh, <laughs> on Christmas Day when we would get them out of our stockings as if the other one had gotten them for us. And we did this for the benefit of my mother-in-law. A consummate professional. He's even updating, like reminding us yeah. So that we don't have to. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we don't really do that anymore because, um, you know, we're adults. We've done played the role of stockings. We have our own kids that, you know, are the real center of Christmas now. So a couple weeks ago, I got my toddler to look at my wife's Christmas list and pick out one thing for her. And, of course, he picked out the rubber mallet that she had just absentmindedly put on the list back in May when she was trying to drive steaks into the garden. Uh, so... Toddler picked out the rubber mallet. Fine. Put that uh, on the Amazon order. I ordered a couple of other things for my wife. Uh, the box comes in. Toddler asks why there are boxes in the foyer, and I say this is where the Christmas presents are. 
And then he started yelling about Mama's rubber mallet over and over. And he mentioned it uh, like half a dozen times that day. And he like talks about the rubber mallet every day <laughs> in the presence of my wife. Toddler has no idea about like Christmas surprises, how presents are supposed to be prizes, surprises. Um, and so on Christmas, my wife is going to have to, as part of the new Christmas ruse, pretend that she has not heard of, would not have even thought to get a rubber mallet for herself for Christmas. <laughs> Okay. And Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye. You too, Alex. <laughs> That's a fun story. But also, like, when he said rubber mallet, in my mind it didn't compute. Cause I was a, like, I know what it is now. But for a moment, I was like, like, I thought it was like a comical, comically large <laughs> toy mallet. Of course, yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, a yeah, Bugs Bunny fun. mallet. I like, I like that. Also, not enough people these days foyer so I appreciated that um, and then I, sometimes I like to point these out for you guys when Google transcribed this um, for some reason that really is speaking to me uh, for the sentence we have our own kids that you know are the real center of Christmas now it capitalized center <laughs> <laughs> so center of Christmas is like a title that's uh, and yet, little... it knew enough to to capitalize five below, and wow. May the month. <laughs> uh, keeping. Oh no, it's no. Yeah, I don't see center of Christmas like as a. Like, oh, keeping. Wait, keeping Christ at the title case center of Christmas. I just think that's incorrect grammar. But okay, interesting. We have one more call that I would just Ooh. like to share with everybody. From who? Hello, all. I'm giving you a call here from Motorworld Hyundai. My internet sales manager, Robin, notified me that you're interested in a vehicle, and I'd like to discuss with you what time works best today or tomorrow to come in here to review your options. If I don't hear back from you, I'll contact you again shortly. My direct phone number is 570-820-6902. I bought the car in March, for God's sake. <laughs> Are we going to... Also, what? what is this guy's name? Ready? Okay. Hello, all. I'm giving you a call here from Motorworld Hyundai. My internet. What? Google says his name is Almond. <laughs> <laughs> I believe his name is Alden. Oh, oh, Almond is fun. Yeah. Uh, no, I should call back and say, "Hi, I'm looking for Almond." <laughs> your podcast number? Yeah, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to pull this shit on my regular phone number. Whatever, but also, um. Are we going to leave his phone number in so we can all dox him? Yeah, sure. If anybody wants to call him and say you're interested in a car, feel free. The last <laughs> time he called me was in August. <laughs> hey, Almond. You, you <laughs> feeling pretty nuts this year? <laughs> if someone calls hey, Almond. Back, I'm allergic to you. <laughs> <laughs> someone prank calls Almond and gives me proof. I'll yeah. give you $10. Yeah, we're going to need a recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need to be clearly calling him Almond. <laughs> Speaking of almonds and nuts, dear God, I hope I did not do this ready. I don't think I did. Today, I'm going to be talking specifically about Christmas pudding. I didn't do this Okay, already, okay, then. okay. Phew. Fruit I was cake. worried she was going to say fruitcake. <laughs> yeah. No. I almost Because she has done fruitcake, guys. Yeah. <laughs> And you might be like, isn't that close enough? Here's the reason why I did this. Okay, so recently, 
like I'm obsessed with Christmas pudding, but I've only had it once because it's not gluten free. It's like very not gluten free. Um, and they just even if it shove is, a it has a tons of gluten in that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and even if it is, I think I saw it once. It was like really sugary. So I had a sliver once, and I barely remember what it tastes like. So I was like, I'm a tea aficionado, as you all know, and I've been trying to make a, a brood, a, a like loose leaf tea that tastes, or at least reminds you of like spiced Christmas pudding. And instead of just putting like you know like herbs, I was like, I'm gonna have to put dried fruit because like a lot of like the fruity teas actually have like chunks of fruit in it. And then I was like, wait a second, I don't really know what's in Christmas pudding. Okay, good, good, because I was gonna ask you. So, didn't you just actually, say <laughs> you don't know what it tastes it. like? Well, yeah, amping up to it, I bought like figs, um, plums, international. And, what ingre- you got international ingredients, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. And I got a lot of dried fruit, and then I <laughs> and and I was looking at other people's tea recipes, and most of them just had like candied orange peel or cherries and I'm always like where's the fig because you may have also heard that Christmas pudding is also called plum pudding or figgy pudding those are all considered the same thing and I wasn't seeing none of them are pudding by the way guys well yes but I'll I'll get into that but also (laughs) when I found a recipe there were neither plums nor figs (laughs) and I was like what the fuck is in this pudding? So, I was like, first of all, I, I googled, like, plum pudding versus piggy pudding versus Christmas pudding. Also, like, what is this? Also, what's the deal with this? Like, I was just like, what is this? Why is there so many names? And what is in the it? The most rejected Seinfeld bit. <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal with figgy pudding? There's no figs in it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was like, this is insane. So, guys, let's get deep into the world of Christmas pudding. God, that made me want to puke. <laughs> Let's get deep into figgy pudding. Yeah, Pete, welcome to my world. Why don't we, why don't we dip a toe into a figgy pudding? <laughs> anyway, uh, most likely, unless you're British, you've heard of Christmas pudding, but you haven't had it. Uh, even the times I did have it, I had to buy it at a, at like a European specialty store. Uh, but for most for many British households, Christmas dinner would not be complete without a Christmas pudding, which, as Pete said, is not an actual, like, soft pudding. It is a steamed cake full of raisins, currants, some other things we'll get to. Uh, <laughs> That's just a tease. <laughs> you know, we'll get to that later because there's significance to what's in it. Uh, and it's traditionally served with brandy sauce, brandy butter, or custard. So... Um, some Can people, you explain quickly what custard is? I think it's like a. I'll double check. I think it's like a vanilla, like a soft vanilla sauce. Okay. Yeah, it's just um, like sweetened milk, cheese. No, no not cheese. Cheese. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Yeah, it's like milk salad. It's like sweetened milk and cream. It's just like a like a. I I think of custard as like, like vanilla pudding a little bit, but softer. Anyway. But actual pudding. Well, this is a sauce. They're not even putting on top of the Christmas pudding. This is a sauce, like a custard sauce. I should have never put that in the notes. <laughs> anyway. Um, it's like you're walking down the street and a bus drives by and you say, hey, check out that airplane. This is what this is like for me. 
<laughs> okay. I, I know what a bus is. I know what an airplane is. And these two things are not the same. Well, with the exception of custard, I think I did a pretty good job at defining things that were in the copy that it's like, wait, what the fuck is that? So, Christmas puddings have jarringly been described by some as a cross between a fruitcake and haggis, but set on fire. What is haggis? A Scottish dish consisting of sheep's or calf's organs Mm -hmm. mixed with suet, which is a type of, which is like fat, oatmeal, and seasoning, and boiled in a bag made from the animal's stomach itself. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so, so saying that, what the hell is Christmas pudding? Is it sweet? Is it savory? We already settled it's not pudding-like in texture. Is it gross? And also, what's the deal with plum pudding and figgy pudding? Okay, so I saw two different origin stories, but they might have just built upon each other. Um, Some say that... Okay, that it originated in the 14th century as a sort of porridge, which was originally known as, I don't know if you say this, frumenty? F-R-U-M-E-N-T-Y. Frumenty. Sure. And frumenty is an old-fashioned dish consisting of hulled wheat, boiled in milk, and seasoned with cinnamon and sugar. Just sounds like gross oatmeal. So, at that time in the 14th century... The dish was associated with meatless days, uh, Lent and Advent. So those religious days where you abstain from eating meat. Um, and it was often served just when you wanted a, a plain meal. You know, it's not very flavorful. Um, however, people say that, like, the first plum pudding in record was in the 15th century. Uh, and that it has roots in medieval English sausages uh, at a time when fat and spices and fruits were mixed with meat, grains, and vegetables, and then packed into animal stomachs and intestines so they would keep as long as possible. As I said, apparently the first records of plum pudding dates to the early 15th century when plum potage, potage, how do you say P-O-T-T-A-G-E? Yeah, that's right. I would say pottage. Okay, plum pottage, a, sev- a savory concoction, heavy on the meat, and root vegetables, which was served at the start of a meal, because you always want a whole of meat and root vegetables at the beginning of your meal. You always want a pottage that's heavy on the meat. (laughs) So then as now, guys, this is important, the plum in plum pudding was a generic term for any dried fruit. So plum pudding often has no plums. They just were referred to raisins, currants, Dried cherries, all of that as plums. Uh, Very lazy. So yeah, that's not confusing at all. So, uh, in some instances, Christmas pudding was the staple food for Christmas Eve. Although in Yorkshire, England, I think. Okay, I'm sorry. Someone else's phone is definitely in the room I'm in and is annoying me. I have to find it and take yeah. it out. Hey, guys, listen. Um... The reason for using the word pudding instead of dessert is actually based on the British class system. Traditionally, pudding referred to a homely and rustic dessert that was commonly eaten by the lower class, such as spotted dick and ripe rice pudding. 
That sounds so gross. Anyway, I am back, guys. I put whoever's cell phone that was. Always think the- twice if you see a spotted dick. <laughs> you wait. What? I was gonna say you and me both. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to what I was saying. Um, in some instances, Christmas pudding was the staple food for Christmas Eve. Uh, although in Yorkshire, England, it was controversially eaten first thing on Christmas morning. <laughs> Which, once I really spell out what's in it, just think about eating that for breakfast. <laughs> um, in the 17th century, changes to the recipe were made. Like I said earlier, it's just like spices, a whole bunch of meat, and some fruit. <laughs> um, but in the 17th century, it was thickened with eggs, breadcrumbs, more dried fruit, and beer or spirits were added. And at around the 17th century, Christmas pudding started to taste more sweet and savory. Um, so it feels it like to- it's turning into fruitcake. People will say it does not taste like fruitcake, but yes, it is turning more fruitcake-esque. Thank you. Um, however, it was the beautiful Victorians who fine-tuned the recipe into the Christmas pudding many of us love today. So, a traditional Christmas pudding should have, specifically, 13 ingredients. And this represents Jesus and his 12 disciples. So, traditionally, it should include... This is a raisin- time of year. I feel what? like this should be an Easter thing. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Raisins. Currants. Which just tastes like tiny raisins. <laughs> Do it. Which is specifically the raw, hard fat of beef or lamb found around the loins and kidneys. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's then, a type of bird food called suet, and they stick oh. the bird seeds, I believe, to some of that. Gross. And then the birds well, just come up and pick it off. Well, uh, in addition to suet, we also have brown sugar, breadcrumbs, citron, lemon peel, orange peel, flour, mixed spices, eggs, milk, and brandy. Brandy is traditionally poured over the pudding in some way, whether it's a brandy sauce or just brandy, and then set on fire. And the flaming brandy is said to represent the passion of Christ. Uh, Yeah, when you add the Monica to the brandy, that's actually when the fire starts. (laughs) At first, I thought you meant Monica from Friends, and I was like, (laughs) brandy. Got it. That was good. That was good. Christmas puddings were traditionally boiled in the pudding cloth, although these days they're just steamed in a bowl. Can I... I, I'm sorry. Would a pudding cloth be better there? I don't want to criticize your writing, but... What did I say? I'm just saying the pudding cloth makes me think there's... It says A. Okay, okay. Just check, because, like, if there's one pudding cloth that (laughs) everybody's pudding's got to go through this... I like the idea of a national pudding cloth. The village pudding cloth. (laughs) (laughs) And then after steamed or boiled, they're usually presented on the table with a sprig of holly before they are set on fire. Now, even though it is mostly a British tradition, um, Christmas puddings are also eaten in Australia and South Africa. Then there is a sentence I don't understand that says, the Canadians also have a version which includes potatoes alongside the carrots. Why this sentence doesn't make sense, it's not that... They didn't it, mention it, carrots yet. Yeah, and it doesn't say potatoes alongside carrots. It says the carrots, as if there are carrots in the pudding. Yeah. Actually, 
Is this hyperlinked? Let's hyperlink. <laughs> not not let's hyperlink this. Let's press this hyperlink. <laughs> uh, this is a Canadian recipe. Ooh. Does it call for carrots? It, oh. We all want to know. Okay, looking real quick. Is this Boxing uh, Day pudding? Okay. Uh, okay. Now you know you have two questions. <laughs> okay. Uh, this says War and Peace Pudding, a Canadian Christmas pudding recipe. Don't ask me for more details about when you eat it. Um, anyway, it seems to come in a... Oh, why does it look like it came in a can? There's a recipe. Uh, okay. Filled with carrots, potatoes, and spices, it becomes a tasty and not-too-sweet treat. So, yes. Carrots, potatoes, um, cinnamon, currants, raisins. Yeah, how much sugar's in it? Let's see. A cup of brown sugar. Yeah, it seems like it's supposed to be sweet, but also vegetable <laughs> So sweet shepherd's pie. That's... <laughs> no, you know, it doesn't look like mashed potatoes. It all, like, gels together. Um, oh, okay. that makes it much better. Hey, have you ever had those Easter candies that are just, like, mashed potatoes with sugar in them? No, my sister loves them, though. They're actually pretty good. Um, okay, so the Christmas pudding even makes its way into literature... Which I'm sure you've heard Charles Dickens's Christmas Carol makes reference to it. Uh, there is also the case for I don't like the sentence. There's also the case. There is also Christmas pudding in an Agatha Christie novel. Uh, there's the case. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. I feel like anyway. saying there's like a a horse in one too. Like Ad- so. <laughs> oh no no! I, I guess <laughs> the case involved. Like, so somebody poisoned the, the figgy pudding? It says there's a case where Hercule Perrault had to solve in which he advised people to avoid the plum pudding. Mm. And maybe it was. Peter poisoned the plum pudding. Oof, that sounded bold. <laughs> um, police! As, yeah, police. Peter poisoned the plum pudding. I like that. Okay. As I mentioned, plum pudding generally does not have plums, it does not have figs, even though it is also called figgy pudding and plum pudding. Um, I did find Wikipedia saying that figgy pudding was not plum pudding, but that is the only source that said it was something different, and could it explain what it was and said? No, so I don't agree with Wikipedia. I, I, pff, citation needed, am I right? Up sure. top. Yeah, woo! <laughs> Up top. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so then I quickly googled what does Christmas pudding taste like and one person says it resembles something like a cannonball and it feels a bit like a cannonball when it hits your stomach but it's a tradition and we love it and another person said more cake-ish than pudding-ish a little bit like fruitcake it's chocolate block with dried fruits and it's so boozy so delicious I feel like I need this I feel like I need another. That was my last one, but I need more. Um, okay, that person doesn't say anything. How Someone Googled how bad is Christmas pudding. So when I look at pictures, it looks like it's chocolate. And that's because mm. of the plums. No, there's... Do I have to slap you in the face? Maybe. I just told you to Oh, you're using plum as a... You're not saying actual plums, right? Oh, I was. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, so, 
Did you not listen? I said like three times. <laughs> but there's like brown sugar. There's a whole bunch of dried fruit and stuff. That makes it look really dark. Well, fruitcake is dark. There's no plums in fruitcake. I've seen pretty light fruitcake. Yeah, but I think like kind of liquor that's in it also affects how dark it is. Um, I want someone to be like, ooh, it tastes like whatever. I'm not, like, finding that really fast. <laughs> it does I, I don't know why it has to have fat in it, but that aside, it sounds good. Something like, has to he, bond all that stuff together. Yeah, but, um, corn, uh, what's that thing? Corn oil? Not corn oil. <laughs> corn, no. Fruit, what is that? Corn syrup. Can you just use that? No, I don't think so. That'd be like yeah. making a cookie without butter. Well, then can you use butter? Yeah, because butter's fat. Oh, then they should use butter. <laughs> not fat. Fat. Not fat. <laughs> Let's all just say fat a lot of times. <laughs> fat. <laughs> fat. Do these pants make me look fat? <laughs> if you want to practice saying fat, call us at 570 Anyway, if you also call us if you've had Christmas pudding or figgy pudding or plum pudding, the kind Pete makes that's full of plums, apparently. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I hope I taught you all something. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was one of your most surprising endings. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Any questions? No. Okay, good. So, Marissa, you have not had this in a very long time. No. Maybe like four years. Okay. I steamed a Christmas pudding once for Courtship of Veneer, my Victorian Instagram account. What would you, um, if you had your choice, what would oh, you... Oh, I said Druthers. What would you drink with a, uh... Like, what's a complimentary beverage to a Christmas pudding? Um, not yeah. eggnog, because I recently had eggnog, and boy, is it thick, but coquito, which is the Hispanic eggnog that is a little watertier. I don't, I don't know if more... they have that where they have plum pudding. Fine, then I want eggnog. I want a milky drink. Milky drink. Yeah, but not milk, because that's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have? Oh, I guess, I mean, if milk is so disgusting, maybe I'll just have a big cup of animal fat. <laughs> I mean, first of all, just because I said milk is disgusting doesn't mean you disgusting. <laughs> oh, okay. couple of questions for you, and I know you don't want to answer them, but too bad. <laughs> okay. One. I know why. I know why you said you burn it, but why does it burn? Because it has liquor on it. Like alcohol. tons, of, like enough to make it burn. Yeah, you pour it on top where you have a sauce with a whole bunch of it. I mean, does it take that much to make it burn? I mean, if it's if it's potent enough, no. But um, And then, related to that, does the alcohol content, so to speak, burn off of the cake when the alcohol burns? I think it burns off the cake, but I think you also put some in the cake. Okay, so you end up with some boozy cake... And then some boozy flavor on top, but not necessarily alcoholic. 
Yeah, I assume the one on top is more for decoration. The one in, the, in that you actually put in the mix is for flavor. Okay, those were my questions. Did I answer that properly? Sure. I mean, what the hell? I don't know. I don't know the answers. <laughs> cool. Well, this just worked out great. Remember how I asked about what your favorite Christmas treat was? <laughs> yeah. I didn't I even love, know this was your topic. I love... Oh, I love the idea of plum pudding. In another world, that would be my favorite Christmas treat. Anyway. Marissa, uh, what would what? it cost for you to eat pudding made of plums? I'm talking about, like, your standard diner rice pudding, chocolate pudding... <laughs> But okay. it's made out of plums. That was made out of plums, not prunes. Uh, it wouldn't really take that much. It's gluten free. Yeah, I would. I mean, I don't know that I'd be like, oh, going to town on it, but I would. I wouldn't like. I would be like, yeah, let me try that. Sure. You have to eat like a half to two thirds of a cup. How bad could it be? I mean, does it have sugar in it? Um, only enough to make you, like, sleepy. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's sugar-free. It's totally, totally fine for your diet. I mean, it doesn't sound that bad. What do you, do you not like plums? Nope. Oh. I mean, I've never had a plum-flavored anything, so I don't even, like, understand what that would taste like, but I'm not, like, opposed to it. I do like plums. So, yeah, that wouldn't be a big deal. Okay, then. What would it take you? Uh, four million dollars. <laughs> uh, that reminds me of the time that some guys I was with bet me twenty dollars to eat a chunk of wasabi, and I was like, "Oh no, oh no!" And then I just put it all in my mouth because that is baby shit. <laughs> and then they didn't want to give me the money anymore because they were, were like, "We thought it would be a big deal, and it's not. We want our money back." But no, I still took their. We money. wanted you to be hurt at the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting. It would take you four million dollars. I call bullcrap. You don't think I would eat it for four million dollars? <laughs> for less, a thousand. Nah, give me more than a thousand. You're high maintenance. I make a thousand dollars in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Doing. You have a webcam. <laughs> yep. That's the only way I. It's trained that. only on my feet. <laughs> Ew. Uh, yeah, guys. Uh, thanks for listening for another year. I can't believe we clo- we're closing out 2021 with a new patron. Um, yeah. Um. Plugs. Oh, plugs. You any plugs? Uh, I don't really have any holiday plugs. I was trying to find just some some fun stuff you know i saw a deal where you could get amc plus for a whole year what's on amc plus that you want <laughs> nothing <laughs> except it does have all of shutter and i was like but i only want shutter can you just buy shutter for so less? i looked up shutter 7.99 a month <laughs> Ooh. for and and i was like well or i could get amc plus for a dollar 99 a month for the whole entire year. So I did that. If anybody wants to watch anything on AMC Plus, let me know. Ooh, but might... they had a movie called Advent Calendar. Oh, is it a spooky? <laughs> it's a horror movie called Advent Ooh. Calendar, but it's in another language, so I haven't watched oh. it yet. 
Boo. So I can't um, confidently plug that. I was just going to say that instead of paying the money for that, you should just take advantage of the fact that I gave you Discovery Plus and watch Haunted Hospital. Okay. Which I liked, and whoever was with me did not like it. <laughs> and then I think I watched Sex Almost Killed Me, and I was also the only one that liked <laughs> Anyway. I've been enjoying Vanessa Bayer's uh, podcast, How Do We Get Weird, with her brother, Jonah. Um, so that's worth checking out if you're looking for something new to listen to in the new year. Um, I didn't really love the last episode, but, uh, you know, dig so into work the... work harder, Vanessa. Dig harder, or wait, no, dig, um, dig, into, harder, their, Van- dig into their catalog and, and find some stuff. How about you, Marissa? Um... Plugging up. 2021. I. Oh, that's. Why do you say it like that? Now uh, it's like. <laughs> feels heavy. Uh, yeah, unless unless we do some bullshit show next week. <laughs> Let's pretend we are, whether or not we don't, so I don't feel the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, I will plug. Hugs! No, ew. <laughs> I will plug Neo Yokio, which I have plugged before, but I forgot it existed. And Pete reminded me that I need to watch it this year because it's one of my favorite holiday movies. So watch Neo Yokio with me and tell me your thoughts. And get your friend a Toblerone. Yes. Oh, my God. I can't believe one of my friends, actually, uh, Justin Hall, who you know, I think, bought me a giant Toblerone one year. Then we didn't see each other for a long time. And then it melted. (laughs) And I guess he threw it out. But the thought was appreciated. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, guys, thanks for listening, and have a happy Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. Uh. (laughs) Ho.